Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
right, welcome back to Heavy Metal Mayhem's Metal Matinee. We went solo today. I, I kind of let my co-host Tommy uh, pick out the, the playlist of today's show because he is the subject matter expert. And it's all just great guitar solos or our favorite solos or memorable solos. I mean, I could have did a 150-hour show and it wouldn't be enough time to get in all the great ones out there. So I kind of let Tommy pick out his favorite. We had one or two uh, requests that people wanted to hear, and uh, there was one from myself on there. But right there, except giving us Metal Heart. Uh, you know, the band has been out on tour for the last year. Great new record. Now, in 2016, Udo was going out and doing his version of the Accept song. So you're probably going to have the both of them out there simultaneously. So i like to see how that kind of works out. Maybe we should get one open for the other. Who knows? All right, next up, Michael Schenker. Tommy wanted to hear Armed and Ready. This is a song that stands out to him. So here you go. <laughs>
All right, Frank wanted to hear Rainbow with uh, D.L. with Rainbow Dog, one of Campbell's solo, and it is a great guitar solo and very memorable. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the last one. I mean, Vivian had a reoccurrence of his cancer, and I know he's been taking care of that. Uh, Def Leppard has a record coming out, so they've been, they've been in the studio working on that. He also has the last in line going on, which I really like to hear more from. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm actually more interested in that than the deal Disciples, to be honest with you, because it's three of the original members of the band uh, with a different singer. And, you know, you're never going to replace Ronnie if possible, but I kind of like to hear what they have, uh, to, you know, going on, what they're doing. What comes up with that in 2016? I think that's your earliest we're going to get anything from those guys. All right, well, next up is my pick, and I went with Man of War. I love the solo from Battle Hymns. Russell Boss, it just stands out. It's so memorable to me, and I kind of appreciate it more now after Manuel re-recorded that record and did such a crappy job trying to recreate that solo, the entire song and the entire record. You just can't recreate that time and place that you were at, you know, back then or, or ever. And uh, Ross does a great job on this one. So let's get on Battle Hymns.
Man, I could just listen to Dio's voice all day long, but it's not about Dio today or the singer. It's about the guitar plays and the solos. And Tom, you said, get on Rainbow, one with rock and roll. Richie Blackmore solo stands out to me. It's very memorable. So that's what we did. All right, next up, Dan, you wanted to hear Ozzy. He gave me two or three songs, and they all kind of have uh, very memorable guitar solos. I mean, it's Randy Rhodes, for God's sake. Uh, but I didn't want to play Crazy Train because, you know, it's kind of overplayed. Uh, but he also said, how about Mr. Crowley? So there you go.
want to say the Scorpions, and technically it is, but it's actually off of uh, the Uli John Roth solo record that came out about a year ago. We kind of went back and revisited a lot of the Scorpions classics, and Sales of Caron is one of them. Great song. That's like nine minutes long, man, and that definitely deserves to be on there. I think I played a newer version of it instead of the old Scorpions uh, version. Tommy said you got to get that on because that's definitely one of the songs. All right, we're down to about 15 minutes, but the next two songs are about eight minutes each in that area, so uh, it's kind of kill the rest of the time in today's show. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for listening today. I do appreciate it. Uh, you know, this is our seven-year anniversary month. This Sunday night will be seven years old. we got a great show lined up for everybody. Chris Caffrey from TSO and Sabotage is one of our guests. Uh, Rudy Sarzo from uh, Devil City Angels and Quiet Riot and Weissnake and Dio is another guest. And Ian Gregg from Torch, that great band out of Sweden, they're back playing again. They've actually been back for quite some time, but we got Ian on the show. And that's interview is going to start right at the beginning of the show because it's very late over there. So about five minutes into the show, we're going to have that interview on. It's a great celebration this weekend. And it kind of comes at a sad time because tomorrow is, I don't want to say an anniversary because that generally means happiness, but it's the 14th year since uh, 9-11 and Ground Zero. Uh, so it's a very sad time. And, and I don't talk about it much, but, you know, I was working down there the night before. We were working on our substation, which was at a 7-tray center doing a project downstairs on church. Uh, and I worked about 7 o'clock that morning. And I remember going home. My wife went to work. She took the kids. got them out of school. I just went to bed, and an hour later, the phone rang. And it was my parents because they knew we were working down there on the project for a while. And they wanted to make sure I was home and I wasn't running late. And they told me what happened. And, you know, like everybody else, I went down, put the TV on, you know, and, and by the time I got down there, the first building had already been hit. I watched the second building get hit. My father, I remember, came up the block, and we hung out in the house for a couple hours watching TV and uh, watching everything take place. And I remember getting a phone call from my job to come back in and report down there to Ground Zero. Uh, that night, uh, we wanted to do utility work and start cutting cap and gas mains and kind of like cut all the utilities off to the area. And uh, I remember driving to the Bronx, and there like, was not a car on the road. I mean, if I told you I was the only person besides police and emergency service vehicles all the way from Staten Island to the Bronx. Uh, we had gotten there. My partner, Matt, and I took a company car down there, and we parked at Barkley and Church, and they had a triage and, like, a medical thing set up in the clothing store in that corner. And I just remember seeing body bag after body bag after body bag. Uh, the work we had gone down there to do was not going to take place. Nobody realized just how, how bad it was down there, you know, until we got there. So Matt and I, we grabbed buckets and uh, – we kind of got on the bucket brigade and just tried to clean up the place and look for bodies. And I remember walking around down there and just seeing, you know, body parts and dead bodies and the smell from the burning metal and steel and asbestos and, and the bodies and whatever else was on fire down there. 14 years later, that taste is still in my mouth and in my nose. The stuff I saw that day, I mean, I remember the engine of the plane being on the side of Barkley over there and, I remember an FBI agent handed us a side panel for one of the airplanes and asked us to hold it till they can come back and tag it and remove it. And for as many people that were down there working that day, I mean, you could have heard a pin drop. It was just like this eerie silence all over the place. And I, I, remember, I remember seeing like a, a, a teddy bear, like a doll, and I couldn't help but think that that might have belonged to some kid that was on that plane. I mean, I never really talked about it. It was absolutely devastating. And we were down there 12 hours a day, six or seven days a week for about a year. And I, I remember every other day stopping and pausing when they had found another body in the pit somewhere and we just, you know, paid our respects so they got them out and, and, and brought them back home again. And so, you know, I, I remember, I, I can't remember all the stuff. I mean, I just, I think I kind of blocked a lot of it out because it's very emotional for me and a lot of other people. And, you know, I remember I developed cancer from being down there and a hundred other medical ailments. And I'm still out there working every day, doing what I can. And I guess I consider myself lucky, even though I had cancer, because at least I came home. And I was home every night with my family for the last 14 years. Not like the 2,977 people that died in all the plane crashes that happened that day. And the 2,606 right there at the Trade Center. So I guess that part of me does feel lucky, because I was able to come home after that. But when I see people in the media and in the press and on TV talking about these Muslims and giving them more freedom and more rights and kowtowing to them and, and giving them what they want, it makes me sick to my stomach. I think we should drop a bomb on that entire area of the, the nation. Just the, the world just take them all out, every one of them. I don't care who they are. Men, women, children, innocents, just wipe them all out. That's the only way to do it, in my opinion. So I see our mayor giving days off of school for them so they can worship, and they don't want to serve alcohol on an airplane. It just kills me, and I just wish that we could do something about it. 
I really could. But I'm not going to go on about that anymore because then it starts to get a little too personal. But let's wrap up today's show. <laughs> it's kind of sad to go into that and then go into music, but uh, I just felt I had to get that off my chest. All right. How about Priest, Victim of Changes? Tommy wanted to hear that. We'll close it out with Black Sabbath, War Pigs. I will say everybody Sunday night for the show. And don't forget to say a prayer tomorrow for everybody who lost their wives on 9-11.
darkness world stops turning Ashes where the body's burning No more war pigs have the power And I've got a- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.